so I decided to um, make another episode. Normally, I wait about a week, but I've kind of been like dealing with some things, so I feel like I want to make an episode. Um, I kind of want to discuss like on and off relationships and how it's kind of like drugs, you know, when you have that constant hot and cold, that push and pull, it's like um, the partner is desensitizing you in a way to where now it's like you'll be starved for attention and then when you do get like the smallest amount of attention you're just like eating it up and it's just like intoxicating because it's like they keep distancing themselves then they'll come back and then they'll distance themselves some more and then they come back like that's a very toxic very um abusive cycle and I just wanted to touch on that that's not love for one and two that's somebody that doesn't want to be with you um sometimes it's hard for us to accept that and the constant back and forth back and forth we think that when they come back we think it means that they do want to be with us but it's really just them um getting validation because they already know that it's almost like you'll welcome them back with open arms every time and at some point you will have to decide to cut it off completely because there is nothing to salvage unless y'all both decide to actually work on a relationship if one person excuse me if one person wants a relationship and the other person is running away from the relationship then obviously there's nothing there to salvage um i did look up on psychology today like on and off again relationships and i'll read like the the explanation of it Um, So it says some evidence suggests that a pattern of separations and reconciliations is toxic to both uh, the relationship and personal well-being. The more frequently couples cycle back and forth between being together and being apart, the more their relationships tend to deteriorate to involve negative interactions, less satisfaction, and less commitment. This suggests that breakups and makeups might add a degree of stress to an on-again relationship that isn't present in non-cyclical relationships. Meanwhile, breakups are incredibly difficult associated with psychological distress and decreased life satisfaction. That's interesting. Despite the potential joy of a reunion, repeated breakups bring a great deal of stress into a person's life. If we're trying to understand whether on-again, off-again relationships are healthy, we should acknowledge that they're not all the same. Some evidence suggests that on-again, off-again relationships sort themselves into two primary types. The first, called the the capitalized on transition type, describes a couple that makes the most of changing circumstances, letting transitions serve as tests or opportunities for relationship improvement. For example, a breakup might allow for the growth that enables a healthy relationship after a reunion. 
the graduate the gradual separation type engages in the on off again pattern with hopes and expectations but ultimately this pattern gives way to a final breakup so basically um it sounds like this is unhealthy for both people and it's just not good unless like like the first type when they basically broke up once and got back together and everything was better. But if it's not like that and it's just a constant back and forth, back and forth, then that's something that you need to let go. I mean, it's very difficult to do that just because you you get so caught up in getting high off it almost. Like, you getting a hit every time. It's like you, you yearn for that like you're a crackhead. And I'm, I'm not saying that to be funny. I'm saying that to because it's really how it is. Um, you know, you're seeking this validation, and you know they have this. The partner is is abusing you emotionally. Essentially, that's what they're doing, and you're just allowing it because you hope that they'll become the person that you need in a relationship, and they probably won't be that. And I think that it's just hard dealing with stuff like that, especially alone. You know, it's hard. Like, you may have a support system, but nobody can actually help you get over it any faster. It's nobody that can help you do that. And I know me recently, I I realized that when I used to watch a lot of relationship videos, I... I was learning a lot, but I realized that it was hurting me more than it was helping me. But going through what I've been going through, you know, some of the advice kind of just came up in my mind as far as um, how men are when they don't want you. And it's just, as a woman, I feel like that is just such an ego, like damaging statement. It's like, you know, how could he not want to be with you if you're this and you're that and you're great or whatever? It's like, how could he? You know, and I think it a lot of times doesn't have anything to do with you. Uh, It's a lot about that other person and things that they fall short of and insecurities that they have and both of y'all's issues kind of, it doesn't, it clashes, so... You know, it. y'all both probably have to work on some things. But I remember, um, I remember the whole no contact thing. And I tried to do that a lot at one point. I, I mean, I've been good at it in the past. But up until recently, I was having like a difficult time with the on and off again thing. Not saying on and off again, like your boyfriend one day, then the next y'all break up. And then like, not even that. It's on and off again with the contact. It's on and off again because your feelings are still there. And talking to that person doesn't help those feelings go away. So it's still an on and off again thing. And the only thing you can do is block that person. You know, I... Remember hearing this guy, Tony Gaskins, and I used to watch him a lot on YouTube. A lot of the stuff he says is right, but it's also the delivery that's very painful. And when you're talking to women, you do have to take into consideration their emotional being. 
So I felt like he wasn't really doing that, but he was giving a lot of good advice. And one thing that he was saying was you have to block that the man who is not treating you how you deserve to be treated because he's not going to change. He's going to drag you through the mud and you're just going to come out being hurt. And then he's going to go off and marry somebody else in another month or two. And that does happen only because men know when you're the one and they don't waste time when you are that person for them. Now, if they really just genuinely have issues that they haven't dealt with and really genuinely feel like you're the one, then you still need to distance yourself and cut it off so they can get themselves together. And if it is meant to be, he will come and find you. No matter if you blocked him or not, he will come and do what he needs to do and show you that he's the one for you. And I remember when Tony Gassins was saying that and I was just like, a part of me didn't believe it because I'm just like, I felt like, um, I felt like nobody would do that for me. Like, I felt like if I did cut off a relationship, um, that he wouldn't do what it would take to get me back or to show like he's the one for me. And that always hurt me like under like feeling like that is always hurting me because, you know, and it's not that it's it's not true. You know, somebody can Uh, no matter if you block them or not, they will find a way. And that's what he was saying. He was just like, if he's the one for you, he is going to find a way. He's going to be there for you. He's going to, you know, give you whatever you need. And it's just like, as a woman, you're trained to accept less than for so long that you, the possible idea of even somebody going above and beyond for you is kind of just like, yeah, right. Like, no, he's not. He's not going to do that. Um, And it's sad because I literally um, learned that, you know, people who cannot respect you enough to be in a relationship with you and care for you like you need to be cared for. They don't deserve access to you. And I had to, um, I was in an on and off again blocking thing with somebody for a while. And they never understood why I was doing it. And that is essentially why I was doing it is because I knew that I did not need to be with this person. And I knew that they were not good for me. And blocking them was the best way I knew that if he did want to really be with me, he would work on himself and then come back and be better. If it was that person, if it, if it wasn't, then it, they would just stay gone. Um, and, you know, they kind of just bullied me a little bit on the fact that I would always do that and throw it in my face that, well, you were always blocking me. And that was the reason why, because I was trying to protect myself, but I wasn't doing a good job. I was too attached, and that clouded um, my confidence enough to be done. And when I said I was done, to be actually done. It wasn't until, you know, the other day when I realized this person just is not going to change anytime soon. And they had months and months to um, kind of 
improve things for a relationship and they didn't do that so they showed me that I wasn't the person for them in that and I um I always kind of felt like you know I'm always the one that guys kind of will date before they meet the one and that that's happened um I would say it's happened so far one time for sure no two times it's happened two times that I know of for sure and um the other people like they just still kept dating they still obviously didn't change or anything but um you know I don't want to be that though I don't want to be like the lesson before the wife you know I want to be the wife but it's just like it's not fair to me if you know, I keep getting in experiences with the same kind of people. And I think that as um, a black woman at that, you know, I'm conditioned, subconsciously, I'm conditioned to be quote unquote strong, which I don't subscribe to that. I don't think that women um, have to be strong. We're not strong. Like, men are strong. That's a, that's a characteristic for a man. That's not a characteristic for a woman. And especially when it comes to black women, people always want to use that as some sort of a compliment when it's not. Because then you're looking at us as not women when you're saying that. Because women are nurturers by nature. We're feminine. You don't have to be docile to be feminine. And that's just a misconception people have with these boxes that they put people in. And I also don't subscribe to that either. I think me voicing my concerns and me being vocal about my feelings is still just as feminine because I'm still a woman at the end of the day. I'm not a man. No matter what I do, I'm not a man. So I think the whole idea of being strong and you're dealing with relationships that you really don't need to be dealing with and you shouldn't be, but because the world has conditioned you to be quiet about certain things and to tolerate a lot of things and the world told you that you were not good enough to be with any man so you get with a man and you just get what you can take from it and that's selling yourself short because it's it's not you're not even being true to yourself and your heart you're just kind of following the assembly line at that point and I think it's just really really important to be aware of when you're tolerating and not being you know when you're tolerating something you're not being authentic you're dealing with it and you should never have to just deal with things for the sake of keeping a man and um you know, I think that's something that I don't think I'll do again. I think I've learned a lot over the years in my experiences dating and learning things, but I do have like repeated lessons for sure. And the reason being is a lot of times you'll have the same thing happen because there's something in you that you didn't deal with. So when you're not dealing with it and you get with the man who kind of fills that void, then you're going to continue to attract that type of a man instead of you feeling the void yourself where you won't have to seek anything out. And also, 
it's a lot of it is just confidence and self-esteem. You know, when people say that you keep attracting the same kind of person, it's just because your self-esteem is not there to where you are willing to be by yourself rather than deal with just any type of man. And once you've gotten to that point, usually that's about the time you do meet the person that's for you because you've already gone through all the little bits and pieces of things you really didn't deserve and all these little lessons that you've learned and then you finally realize well I'm not gonna deal with this 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 and this and when a man shows you that you already exited before it even started so when somebody does come along and he shows up correctly as a gentleman and how he should like a husband if that's what you want you know if he shows up like a husband then you're good you're fine But some people kind of grow into it and there's no like, there's really no book. I mean, people have written relationship books based on experiences, but they're really prior to this whole relationship thing. Now, there was no manual on how to be a husband, how to be a wife. You know, we can look at our grandparents for that. I'm sure every one of our grandparents got cheated on, especially in the black community. You know, there's a lot of infidelity that families don't speak on. There's a lot of family traumas that they don't speak on. They just sweep it under the rug. But they carry that trauma throughout their family. And they're subconsciously teaching the younger generation to tolerate that. You know, they're teaching by by being in certain relationships, you're teaching your children to do the same thing. If you took back a cheater you're teaching your child that it's okay if he cheats on you and it's not okay cheating is just something that you should never do under any circumstances and there are different ways to cheat physically of course but mentally and emotionally you could also be cheating none of those are acceptable in a relationship and it shows that you don't need to be in a relationship if you're doing that you know um And for me, you know, looking at certain things and sexual things, I feel like that's infidelity as well because you're being very lustful to other women. That's essentially the same thing that is a part of cheating. You're being lustful after a woman and you act on it. That's no different than you doing certain acts and looking at women. That's literally the same thing. But people believe what they want to believe. And people will make excuses so that they don't have to look in the mirror and realize that they're doing something that's wrong. And I feel like it shouldn't be that way. You know, it's it's hard to look at yourself, but then it's even harder to not grow. It's harder to stay in the same space and keep getting the same situations over and over and over again to where you get to a point where you don't want it at all. And it's really hard after you've been treated bad multiple times to not reach a point where you're just done all together but if you do want to be married and you do want a husband you still need to have that door open for that or you won't meet that person and I I sometimes don't even agree with that fully I feel like if somebody's for you they're going to be for you regardless there is going to be something about you that they just gravitate to um, because they feel like you're the one for them you, they saw you they saw their wife in you whatever And that's just how I feel about it. But I also feel like they're going to do what it takes as well. And they're not going to waste months and months of your life trying to figure it out. 
you know, um, I do feel like you can probably meet somebody that it could have been them, but it wasn't because they didn't do the work on themselves. And that's a, that's a hard thing because it's like, whose fault is it really? You know, when, when you come and you're not ready for a relationship, but then you knowing what you know about relationships and you accept something that you know you shouldn't have, whose fault is it really? I mean, I think at some point it's both people's fault. It, people, Both people had a part to play. But as far as the woman's side, that's when your confidence has to come in. And you see things, you're seeing these red flags, you're seeing the inconsistency, you're seeing things that are wrong. You need to have the confidence enough to walk away and, and understand that, yeah, maybe he's a good guy or whatever, but he's just not the, he's not good enough for you. And it's just that simple. I mean, and it's just a hard thing to experience repeatedly. And then it's just like, you know, when people kind of come in your life and then kind of wreck it, and then you're left to pick up the pieces alone, that is a very hard thing to experience on your own. That's a very hard thing to go through, especially when you were fine before you met this person and then they kind of come in your life and they hurt you and it's just like why did you do that why why did you even come in my life did you just come here to hurt me is that what you came here for like did you accomplish what you wanted you know and then you feel like that you feel like they were against you they were they were sent out to hurt you because how can they do all these things and not even realize how detrimental it is to another human being? And the scariest thing is when a person really truly believes that they're a good person, but they treat you bad. That don't go together. I don't know like, if some people just don't comprehend that, but if you're a good person, you treat people good. You don't you don't do things that hurt them. And if they told you that what you're doing is hurting them and you keep doing it, you're not a good person at that point, because now you're choosing to continue to hurt somebody being made aware that that is hurtful to them. But you keep doing that. That's abusive. And I hate that that word doesn't hold as much weight as it should, because everybody kind of throws the word around now. But that's abusive to do that. And I think when you're getting over a situation like that, you have to understand that it was more about that person. Like, I can't take it personal if I expressed my feelings and they decided that they did not want to fix it. Then at that point, I have to move on. But a lot of us women, especially black women, we will excuse a black man's behavior till the day we die because we want to be so race loyal but understand one thing black men they are pro-black man they are not pro-black you know why because they will date somebody no matter what they look like and they will not be loyal to black women just because you're black they're going to be loyal to their manhood before they're loyal to you and that is what we see now we see a lot of these interracial relationships with black men 
you know, tearing down black women and um, saying black women are aggressive and, oh, the black woman is to blame and black women do this, this and this. And it's just like, first of all, you're not being a man because you're whining. You're whining about something that was your doing. Because the men as a collective, I've already discussed in Protect Black Women that men as black men as a collective don't protect us. So what makes you think that they're being leaders in our community as well? If they can't even protect us, they're not being leaders. So now you have these feminine men that are whining about black women when that's what it looks like when women have to lead a community. They, they adopt masculine traits because they don't have a choice. But the most black men's excuse is they're aggressive, they're this and they're that, but not taking accountability as a collective that this is y'all fault because y'all were not being leaders of the community. You weren't. Now, some of you who date, who have a black boyfriend or a black husband or whatever, maybe you can't relate to that. But us on the other side of that, we can, and we see it a lot more because we see how we're, black women are getting torn down day after day and then being made to be the aggressor as if we're the men of, the, of our community. And we're not, you know? And I think it's just a very sad thing to see. Like, you've had, you have this new generation of men who... They want to be women. So I don't even know how they would lead a community if they so focused on going 50-50 all the time. How can you even lead a community? How can you lead your household and you penny-pinching and you're being transactional and not being a giver, not being a leader, not being abundant? Like you are just being scarce. With your time, your money, you being scarce with everything. And you feel like she need to pay. She need to pay in some form or fashion for to compensate me for being a man. And she don't have to do none of that. You know, she don't. If you feel like a woman don't add to your life, then don't be with a woman. It, it's really that simple. Um, but, you know, I'm kind of like... I don't want to say I'm like over dating completely, but where I'm at right now, I can't even, it's hard for me to even give advice sometimes. Like on these little podcasts, like I literally have to excuse my whole like emotional state to kind of come on here and not break down crying or something. You know, it's very hard to do that. And you know, I'm in the midst of dealing with stuff that I feel like I didn't even deserve to be put through. I, did, I didn't ask to be lied to and be, you know, manipulated. I didn't ask to do, I didn't ask for that. And then somehow I had like such a role to play in it. Like somehow, like the only role I played was I feel like I wasn't being confident enough. I wasn't being, my self-esteem wasn't high enough. That's the role that I played because I allowed a lot of things and their perception of me was so negative. You know, they really think that I'm just this nagging type of person because when a woman is going through some emotional distress and it's not being fixed, 
then she's not going to change that. She's not going to change how she's expressing it because she's trying to get you to see that it's not being fixed. And when you don't fix it, it don't get better. You know, either walk away or fix it. Those are your options. And if you don't do that, then obviously you're going to keep being in this cycle because you don't want to step up as a man and do what you need to do. You know, a lot of men make a lot of excuses for things, but either he want to be with you or he don't. Either he wants to learn how to love you or he does not. And it it's literally that black and white. There are people who believe in that gray area, but that is just an excuse again because you're trying to you're trying to create this new narrative that oh, you know, it's it's too much gray area. It's it's too much if and or buts. It's too much possibility for other things. No. No, it's not. You just telling yourself that because you're not ready and you're not in the place you need to be at. But that's your problem. And then when you make it somebody else's problem, then try to put the blame on them or make sure that you're not getting the sole blame. You're you're trying to deflect accountability. And that is not what a man does. Like a grown man, he's not going to be, well, you did this too. And you, that's childish. That is so childish for a man to do. I remember I had a conversation uh, with somebody about one of my podcast episodes. And they were saying that I was man bashing. And I was like, how is it man bashing if I'm just bringing awareness? I'm literally bringing awareness to certain behaviors that are toxic to women and black women at that. And that's me man bashing. You know, that just shows that you don't have no depth. You don't have no. You really don't have no way of being open minded if you're sitting here thinking me trying to help women make better decisions is man bashing. It's not even that because I do describe traits that are good that you should pay attention to. But, you know, like most black men that we've seen do, they always want to deflect accountability as men. They don't want to be men, you know, and it's just a very crazy thing. It's a crazy thing to me. It's really a turnoff. If you're whining to me about me man bashing and you're this and you're saying this, you're just not a grown man in my eyes. You are still a very immature boy that is whining about being accountable. You know, women only follow suit to what men do. I don't know if men understand that, but... The women will just kind of react to what you're doing. It's always been that way. So women didn't wake up one morning and decide, I'm going to be a masculine. I'm going to be the leader. I'm going to go talk down on men today. Like men was talking down on women, especially black men, because you don't really hear that from other men of other communities. It's just this one. I don't know why. Um... But it's about, I think it's a lot about the psyche and it has a lot to do with um, trauma and everything like that. But you don't hear that in other communities. And um, it's just very sad because 
black women will be chastised for dating outside the race, but black men will date outside the race, then throw it in your face and want black women to be upset about it. Like, there was this really viral video. I don't know if y'all heard about it, but it was this interracial couple. He was black and she was white. And she was basically saying that getting attention from a black man is not um, a badge of honor. Like, it doesn't increase our status. It doesn't increase our value. It literally does nothing. But this black man that was with her felt offended by that because black men want to be validated by white people. You know, and not all of them, but some of them. And he was one of those people. And he was like, well, I disagree. She was like, well, I'm white, so I would know you wouldn't. And again, that just shows you his mindset. He's very immature because this woman sat here and just told you being with you is not special. And you feel some type of way. But then you want to bring up black. He And then he brought up black women and old oh, black women this and they'd give me looks and stuff. Sir, nobody cares. You know, we don't care that you're dating interracially. We only care that you have so much self-hate that you want to tear down black women in the process. That's what that's what that's what matters. So um but back to what I was saying about like the on and off again relationships and about um dealing with these men that you should be dealing with. Like I just think that we don't talk about uh, this enough. And we don't talk about repeated cycles enough. I've heard a lot of women, especially on YouTube, they'll be like, oh, I dated a guy and this, this and that. And, you know, um, they don't ever speak on how they've been in the same situation over and over and over. And what did they do to get out of that? Like what, you know, what did they do to finally break the cycle or what did they change? And they don't talk about that enough because that is basically what I mentioned earlier. It's, it's the self-esteem, it's the confidence, it's the self-value. It's the it's you sticking to your standards no matter what. It's you not wavering on that just because you want a man. You don't make excuses. If he shows you that he's not up to par and he's not doing what you want, then you leave. And that's how you break that cycle. Soon as you recognize a sign, you leave. You can talk to him about it and be like, you know, this just isn't working for me. And he may change it. If he really want to be with you, he'll be like, oh, I'm so sorry, blah, 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 whatever. And he'll change it. But if he just lets you go, then he really wasn't for you to begin with. And you just saved yourself months and years of your life dealing with that. You know, you and and you have to understand that you have to build yourself up and you have to validate yourself to get to that point. You know, we always want to be validated by men. You see a lot of women that are posting like half naked and all that kind of stuff, which I've touched on it in my hypersexual episode. But the reason why women are do it are doing that is seeking validation and mainly seeking it from men because you if you want if you're attracted to men, you want men to like you. That's just how it is. That's as simple as it gets. So when you want a man to be drawn to you and you know men are visual and very lustful, then you're going to do things that spike their interest by being lustful, by showing off your body, by 
doing sexual things or or sexual pictures or whatever because that's what a lot of men are very weak to that there are some that have worked on themselves enough to where that doesn't phase them those are the type of men you probably really should date but any man that's very lustful and he's following all these women and stuff like that you can make excuses for him if you want to and be like oh it's just social media and you can tell yourself that if you want to but that lets you know where his head is at at the end of the day he's looking at that every day he's gonna compare you subconsciously every day to these women that he's seeing that's over sexual and the, uh, he's gonna compare you to porn stars he's gonna do these things because that's where his interests are and he's too lustful and he needs to work on some self-control and limit the um you know limit the exposure but a lot of men will you know make excuses but me personally I've learned that I cannot be with a man who is looking at all that type of stuff I even if you follow an Instagram models that are half naked, I it can't be with you. You just not on the same frequency as me and you're too caught up in that type of stuff. And I need somebody that's for me. You know, I, you can't be for me if you looking at her. And that's just how it is. But, you know, a lot of people don't agree with that because you want to make excuses because you want to you just want to have a man. You'd rather deal with that. And if he is not making you feel uncomfortable, then you're fine with it. And you could tell yourself that. But there are men who will respect you even more than that and not even follow those types of women because he want to be focused on you. You're the only woman outside of his mom that matters. There are men like that. So me personally, I would have to get with somebody like that where you know they're not out here with wandering eyes and all that kind of stuff because that can damage the relationship later and nine times out of ten they end up becoming cheaters because they're so lustful and they're feeding that lust every single day you know and the lust will just grow when you feed it it just keeps growing and growing and growing until you deal with it and then it keeps still growing you know it doesn't stop unless you stop the impulse so that's just how I feel about it. Um, another thing is getting through breakups like by yourself is, is very hard. And, you know, I finally had to block somebody when I told them the only reason I didn't block them was because I still was hoping that they would still reach out to me and I was hoping that they would get it together. But I realized that I can't do that. That's, it's, nothing, it's not doing nothing but hurting myself. And if you do that and you don't block him and he's still contacting you, him contacting you is a trigger. You know, him texting you whether you reply or not is triggering you and you're going to think about him and you're going to be emotional about it because that your emotions are attached to that person. And for you to get rid of that, you have to get rid of that um, access. You have to close it all together on everything. Because you've seen them and they've shown you that they don't value you enough to to be right for you or treat you right. Then why are you still allowing them to have access to you? Why are you still giving them a pass, giving them what they want and they're not giving you what you want? You know, they don't even respect you. 
And it's like, I had to still do that no matter what I said. I can change my, I have a right to protect my mental health and protect my heart. I have a right for that. I don't have to explain that to anybody. I don't have to explain that to him or anybody. And neither do you. But you do have to do what's best for your heart. And if that means blocking them on everything, then block them on everything. Whether they try to contact you or not, it doesn't matter. The fact that you won't see it and you can actually heal and move on from it, that's what you need. In order for you to actually move on, you do have to cut it all off completely. You still being friends with them, those feelings are never going to go away. Never. They might be suppressed over time, but they're still going to be there. You're still going to have some type of endearment for that person. And you need to let them go. And a lot, I think, I I know I'm not the only one who has a hard time letting go. A lot of that has to do with your ego and validation. Ego and validation go hand in hand. But um, you have to let it go. I think that, you know, I don't know if I'll even publish this or not. But I had to get like a lot of my thoughts out there. And I wanted to be a lot more transparent because I am dealing with something and um it's very hard like for me to deal with it by myself so and the i think the hardest thing is that a person who tells you that they care about you but show you that they don't care about you is so abusive and it does nothing but cause you emotional distress every day And you don't need to be with somebody who words and actions don't match. It doesn't matter what they say. Their actions are who they are, you know. Um, And it's just sad. It's just sad that, you know, I feel like I always be dealing with stuff. And um, at the end of the day, they end up with somebody else. You know, I feel, I do believe this person will end up with somebody else. They'll do the work on themselves. And then all the things that I wanted, they'll give it to someone else. And I know that some women have experienced that as well. And that is just, it's the biggest slap in the face. Because you didn't even ask to go through none of this. Like the nerve of somebody to come in your life, wreck your life up, go fix themselves, and then go be the husband to somebody else. And that is just a very hurtful experience. And I wish more people would talk about that because it's not your fault that they're like that. Um, but that's why you have to build up the confidence to, to not prolong the situation. Because the longer you're in it, the more attached you are, the more hurt you're going to be when it ends. The earlier you cut it off, you won't be probably hurt at all, you know, after the first date or so, you'll kind of recognize, mm, I don't think they're really ready for a relationship and, and just let them know that or just go about your business. But I think that's it for today. But um, yeah, I think that it's just hard going through things. It's hard dealing with um, emotional things and you know, being ignored or expressing yourself and them ignoring you, like, that is just the most disrespectful thing for somebody to do. And then they claim that they care about you. Please don't let anybody lie to you like that. Please don't, like, take it from me. Don't 
don't even deal with that. If you expressing yourself and they just, oh, well, maybe we could talk later or they don't really address what you're saying at all, you need to just run away because that person is just irresponsible and they're disrespectful and they're not accountable. And those are not good characteristics that you need in a man because they always going to do that every single time. Um, but that's it. Maybe, maybe you learn something or maybe you could relate to how I'm feeling or maybe, you know, um, you kind of understand more the emotions that go behind dealing with stuff like that. Like, everybody's different. I usually, it takes me a while to recover because I'm, I'm a very romantic and loving person. So when somebody is hurting you and you're like that, it's just like, well, why me? You know, why can't I get the stuff I see or why can't I be married and stuff? You know, and that, and when you ask yourself those questions, it's almost like you're attacking yourself and you shouldn't look at it like that. You should more, more focused on like, what can I do to improve my self-esteem and improve my confidence to where I don't end up in a situation like this ever again in life, you know, because it's not a good situation to be in. And please don't have sex with guys that can't even commit to you. Please don't do it. You know, you, you can do what you want to do and you can sleep with however many guys you want to, but please just figure out a different way to work on yourself so that you get what you really want. Because do you really want to be sleeping around with men, random men for the rest of your life? I know you don't want that. No woman wants that. So just just learn from people who have gone through those things and um, just understand that you deserve better. And if any man is trying to kind of press you for sex or, you know, kind of ask you for it and stuff that's somebody that you just need to run away from altogether and I wish I had done that I wish I had recognized that um you know there were times where I felt like that was just all it became and them dismissing that is just a slap in the face to my feelings I, I just it was just so many abusive things that I experienced and um but the signs are always there, so just don't ignore it. Like, don't don't be like me. Don't ignore signs. The first time you see it, you let it be known. The second time it happens, you walk away. Straight like that. Don't waste no time. You don't have to explain it more than one time. And Because these are adults. You know, you're, you're dating adult people. So if you have to tell an adult more than two, three, four times... They're not going to do it. They're not going to change. That's just who they are. And you deserve better than that. You know, you shouldn't have to be dealing with that. So that's pretty much it.